Hello and welcome to today's VJ Hemonk podcast. We are a global open access video journal bringing you the latest in hematological oncology. In this podcast, you will hear from leading experts who discuss the role of measurable residual disease in multiple myeloma and further highlight how MRD may be used to guide treatment decisions. First, you will hear from Francesco Maura, who comments on the prognostic role of MRD in multiple myeloma. MRD is definitely one of the uh, most informative, if not the most informative marker for response, much better than the historical uh, assessment of response, like complete remission. And this has been shown in many, many trials. And the prognostic power of MRD is, of course, uh, relevant. Uh, in terms of uh, outcome, patients with sustained MRD negativity, which means more than one MRD uh, test negative over time, usually within the first 12 months, but it can be also longer than that, these patients have an excellent outcome. And so uh, some of them have been in remission for many, many years. Uh, patients that lose MRD negativity, so they are negative and then turn positive, most of these patients unfortunately progress and we can predict that pretty early on time. And then there is a group of patients with MRD positivity that uh, uh, some of them can still uh, uh, achieve a long remission and we still don't know why. But uh, overall, the utility of MRD negativity, I think is uh, around two different levels. So one is the prognostic and trial interpretation level. So you work around the data from clinical trial to better understand if your treatment or the alternative treatment in case of a randomized clinical trial has a better um, uh, effect or impact on the disease in terms of eradication and death of response. The second level is more like what we can do with this data. So once we know that MRD is negative and the response is deep, how can how this change? Because it's not a baseline prognostic marker. We barely cannot predict who's going to get MRD negativity, who's not. So because multiple myeloma has currently an approach that is mostly based on continuous treatment, so keeping the patients on therapy for as long as possible in some centers or for a certain period of time in others, there are different trials and experiences. The idea is that uh, similarly to other tumors like chronic myeloid leukemia, where MRD was one of the first places where it was introduced and the suspension of therapy based on MRD was developed, uh, so the idea is we can use the same experience. And for example, patients with a sustained MRD negativity can you know, interrupt their maintenance at a certain point. And so the idea or sustained MRD negativity or MRD negativity as a tool to adjust our treatment over time and to adjust the risk for the patient over time and to um, shape our strategy on the patient response are actually important concepts that already people are doing. There are already at least uh, two trials where this has been done. And I think the most important is the master trial from Luciano Costa and uh, his team, where they show that uh, if you discontinue lenalidomide like, maintenance, when you are sustaining MRD negativity, you still have a lot of patients. Most of the patients are still in remission. Ola Langren with the Manhattan trial, even if there was not an MRD adjustment treatment, it shows that a lot of patients that didn't receive transplant are still MRD negative after several years. And that's an experience also from other studies. So this means that we, sh we are entering in an, area, in an era where the idea of we treat all myeloma in the same way 
it start progressively to have less sense. Uh, and we need to start to think about adjusting our treatment based on the real risk, which is a combination of comorbidities, clinical features, uh, and genomical features, properly analyzed and uh, investigated, and the dynamic features like MRD to understand if a patient needs transplant, if the patient needs a maintenance for how long or the consolidation, which drugs. So these are important questions that I think in the next year we'll be able to address thanks to this new technology and uh, also um, thanks to the fact that the community, myeloma community, realize how much important are this uh, feature and this analysis for the uh, interpretation of clinical trials. Next, Mattia D'Agostino discusses the value of implementing MRD-guided therapy in clinical practice. So MRD-guided therapy is uh, something that uh, every clinician uh, uh, would like to do because you have, uh, you know, a tool that is the MRD uh, that is uh, kind of actionable. So if we see MRD uh, positivity after uh, uh, the treatment, uh, we uh, ask ourselves if it is worth changing the treatment to lead the patients to MRD negative. And on the other hand, patients that are MRD negative, we ask ourselves if uh, it is worth uh, to stop treatment or to downgrade system in MRD negative patients. Uh, unfortunately, MRD uh, guided treatment is not uh, still in the clinics because there are many clinical trials uh, addressing this issue, but still the results are not uh, ready yet. However, in the near future, I think that uh, it will that they will be available and we, we, they will teach us how to um, guide the therapy based on MRD. And uh, another important point is that also the baseline risk is important because a high-risk patient that is still MRD positive, we already know that has a very dismal outcome. So maybe uh, you can tailor the treatment based on the initial risk stratification and on the MRD achieved at a certain time point. But we have a lot to learn yet. Lastly, you will hear from Karthik Ramasamy, who explains how MRD may be used to personalize therapy for patients with multiple myeloma and where this may fit into clinical practice. Using MRD to personalize care for myeloma patients is increasingly thought of in clinical practice. This is being tested within large cooperative studies. There are a few ideas about using MRD uh, in clinical practice. One of that is to look at de-escalation of therapy. So in the radar study, we're looking at giving defined duration of maintenance treatment based on duration of MRD negativity in transplant eligible myeloma patients. The second is there are a number of trials also looking at MRD positivity in patients who are MRD negative to start treatment at this time point rather than waiting for the disease to relapse uh, either biochemically or clinically in, in patients. These are probably two key areas that we'd be looking at change in clinical practice. Already we know that about a third of patients with myeloma on maintenance treatment struggle to stay on therapy for long, and therefore using MRD to give defined duration of maintenance treatment is certainly a practice that would soon come in, 
uh, if that is supported by uh, clinical trials. With regards to using MRD to determine a change in therapy or starting new therapy, this certainly does require support uh, from clinical trial data. Uh, but what patients are being put through at the moment is those patients with high risk disease who remain MRD positive on a certain line of therapy are being changed to a new line of therapy to try and change them to MRD negative, which improves the prognosis of the patient. So these are the areas where MRD is going to be increasingly utilized in clinical practice for the management of myeloma. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at VJ Hemonk and subscribe to VJ Hemonk Podcasts on Spotify, Apple and Podbean. Until next time. Thank you.